I wanted to make a comment, maybe question about Atayamata at the end here. But I really wanted to just um, thank you for this long talk of yours that I listened to, uh, a podcast on the island, the book The Island, all about the goal and how I loved how it was structured because there was readings from the entire book, but then there was also discussions and questions and answers. I found it really helpful and how I just kind of dug into that and just kind of turned over every stone and would come back later with references that came up and included those. So I'm very grateful for that too. In the lineage of Ajahn Shah, I wanted to relate really briefly kind of a, a teaching that I've benefited of yours. Is that so? Question. And then, so? I found that really helpful. So I'll, I have to skip the story. But So Atayamata, I've also heard it, if I'm getting this right, uncococtability thought that was a very uh, interesting way to put it too and if I'm getting this right too whatever we think the truth is the truth is always other than that yes maybe my question would just be to kind of wrap up the stuff that I said and if addressing the accuracy or expanding on those points thanks again uh yeah thank you uh yeah unconcoctability I think that's uh, Ajahn Santikaro's translation of Atamayata and he was Ajahn Buddhadasa's translator for quite a number of years. And they worked together. They sort of they did a lot of, uh, of person-to-person collaboration. And uh, Ajahn Buddhadasa had quite a bit of English as well. So he would sometimes, I was there uh, visiting Sornmolk when he was giving talks on this. Um, and he would sometimes stop Santikaro and say, no, 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 not that. You know, it should be like this. <laughs> so unconcoctability that uh, is, uh, uh, I think, the Ajahn Santi, well, former Ajahn Santikaro's translation. So, yeah, all of those are um, relevant. So uh, Ajahn Buddhadasa would also say, this is the final divorce or, uh, in, uh, of, of uh, the mind from the conditioned realm. It's like, it's like I ain't going to mess with you no more, was Santikaro's uh, more kind of Midwestern uh, <laughs> rendering. I ain't going to mess with you no more. Um, and that that's it's that kind of a tone of um, th- this is that there there's no more of this uh, unconcoctability. So there, it's one of those terms you can't really find a perfect English word for it. But that's why I was saying how it's in a way most important to get a feel, like a, a felt sense of what this quality is in in our own practice, in our own uh, hearts, and then let the word follow the reality as it's known, rather than trying to pin down the perfect word. Somebody gave me a copy of Jean-Paul Sartre's uh, Being and Nothingness a, a few weeks ago, and uh, <laughs> a really substantial tome. And you know, the, the way that there's this effort to try and pin everything into the reality into the words, uh, I keep getting this feeling of starting from the wrong place, guys. I, I, I realise that can be a bit of an inflated perception, but... Uh, I, I feel one of the great blessings of Buddhist practice is you're, you're starting with the experience and letting the words match the experience or evoke that as best they can, but you can't pin that down. So the, the passage you're quoting, the Pali is yena yena hi manyanti tatatanghoti anyatati. Whatever you conceive it to be, the reality is necessarily other than that. So again, not to... to um, uh, belittle Jean-Paul Sartre and, and his efforts and the other 
good European philosophers. But to me, that's an extraordinarily potent and useful principle. Whatever you conceive it to be, the reality is necessarily other than that. That you can't put three-dimensional tea into a drawing of a, a two-dimensional drawing of a teacup. It's got the reality's got too many dimensions to fit into concept and and language. So that's one of the reasons why I say with a tamayata, you're letting go of time, identity, location, causality, language, time, even number. You know, those are conditioned constructions that we give more reality and substantiality to than they really uh, possess. So that that simple phrase of whatever you conceive it to be, the truth is always other than that. It doesn't mean that you're just, you, you've guessed the wrong answer to the puzzle. No, it's like, word, it's like saying words can't do it. You can't put three-dimensional T into the drawing of a teacup. It won't go. It's got too many dimensions. That's why it's not that if you just had a better drawing, it would work. No, it's the concept hasn't got enough dimensions. So that what in that that, that level of realization or practice, it's letting the heart abide in that three-dimensional or more <laughs> uh, higher dimensional reality and not trying to to represent the fundamental reality just in concept and word, which is one of the reasons why the Buddha was quite happy to to not try and describe the nature of ultimate reality, but spend 99% of his time pointing to the pathway to realize it for the individual rather than trying to describe the nature of the goal or the qualities of the goal just he put 99% of his attention on the pathway to the realization of that and then then uh, then it's like how to make a teacup rather than <laughs> how to how to draw how to draw the perfect teacup how to actually make a three-dimensional teacup that can contain the tea so. thank you Ajahn. Thank you, Josh, for the question. We have several other questions, um, and a lot of them are focusing on the mechanics, the suggestions of types of meditation, um, how to sustain and move on to the next levels and function in the world. Well, there's various different approaches. I think what I was um, saying at the end and also what... what, uh, Josh was was quoting about this uh, practices of Ajahn Chah of asking the questions is that so or so that um, uh, both in formal meditation but also the more we develop it in formal meditation the more that can be applied in the flow of everyday activity is to use that kind of questioning you know, who is meditating does this moment have an owner um, yeah, is that who is here to progress or to not progress uh, it's not that the effort is not being made or direction is not being given, but it's flagging that eye-making and mind-making, the ahankara, mamankara habits, to flag those, to illuminate those. And it's, as, as soon as that is known, it's like the, shining the light on those habits. It's like you're slowing the film down so you can see how the conjurer did the trick. It's like that intrinsically seeing how uh, the eye is, that there's a, uh, 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 there's a, an eye being formed here. Oh, that's a that's a formation. That that's a presumption. Aha! So that you're, by using that kind of reflection, questioning, who is walking? Who's asking this question? Yeah, uh, that uh, uh, it's shining a light on those eye making and mind making habits. 
and then and then the effect of shining that light because it's not just a, like a mantra that you're repeating just to uh, who you know who am I who am I who's walking who's walking who's walking who's thinking who's thinking it's not a a simple repetition it's a gen the more it's a genuine question then the more that breaks up the the habits of eye making and mind making and then that what that does is it rather than disabling uh, our life from attunement or effectiveness in the world like that uh, non-attachment or non-identification non-fashioning it doesn't mean we sort of suddenly kind of freeze in the middle of the sidewalk and you know and suddenly stopped existing you know and i i need you know i need uh, someone to come along and start moving my limbs again so that's not the way it works at all it's rather that when the the eye making and mind making is recognized and let go of then the 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 system of this life functions in a far more attuned and effective way 